Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good afternoon. At the tone, Pacific Daylight Time will be... It's 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock. One step closer to my own personal hell. This is Primetime on Sports Radio 1080 The Fan. We expect the best. We're not afraid to break someone. Do you hear me? Primetime is your source for the best in local, regional, and national sports. Go ahead and clap. Mediocrity deserves applause. Isaac Rock. I'm miserable. I had to get up at 10 o'clock this morning. Jason Sakanik. I'm a dude playing the dude disguises another dude. Primetime on 1080 The Fan. All right, welcome back. Hope you're having an ice beauty. 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 <laughs> a booty day? Uh, what? I got stuck. That happens to the best of us. Beautiful little Monday. There you go. That's what I meant. Despite the weather. Maybe you're one of those that enjoys the rain and the miserable wind. Well, it's Isaac. That's me. Suh. Sports bro Souk right over there. You heard him. He was already talking. I was yes. Uh, Buck is back. He's, he was in Cabo. Not Hello. dead. Not decapitated. Uh, he and is, uh, all the, the feet and uh, hands are attached. He is still, yeah. And he is still um, our fill-in producer for the time being. <laughs> Until he's not. Um, he did tell a great story, though. Uh, Buck, you should uh, hop on and uh, tell everybody your uh, claim to fame from College Game Day. Yeah, it's not so much that I earned any fame, uh, but the I was a senior the year that Oregon got to host College Game Day twice, and uh, they hosted for the Cal game that they lost, and they climbed back up in the rankings. They hosted again for the four-versus-five matchup against ASU, and uh, a friend of uh, mine was said he wasn't going to go to the second game day. He'd already been to one that year, and he was uh, he, working as a bartender at Max's, and he had to work the night before. So he's like, I'm not going to get off like the the shift at like 2.30 and then show up to game day with you idiots at like 4.30 a.m. to get a good spot. And so we thought, well, if he's not going to come with us, we might as well at least mess with him. And uh, two weeks before, this is when Tim Tebow was still in college, someone at LSU got Tim Tebow's phone number and put it on a poster board on game day. And it rendered Tim Tebow's phone completely useless and he had to get a new number. So we thought, what if we could do the same thing to our buddy and didn't actually think it would work. But we got a, a poster board right between... Herb Street and Corso's head for the duration of the three-hour program that had his phone number and then just said, hates the SEC underneath it. (laughs) And his phone did not stop ringing for three days straight. He could not make an outgoing call. He could not receive a voicemail because that mailbox was full. He could not receive a text message because his text message box was full. And for years after that, anytime Oregon would lose, anytime Oregon was playing a big game, we'd randomly listen to him get calls at tailgates or post game, especially after a loss of people just trolling him about it. 
<laughs> Whoops. That's fantastic. <laughs> that's one of those, if that's your buddy, I, I assume you have a good sense of humor about it, but at the same time, do you think there is a little bit of you that just wants to kick yeah. your friends square in the taint? Yeah, dude, so, I, would, I would be pissed. Yeah. He was, uh, he's the best kind of person to do that to because he actually thought it was pretty funny. Uh, he he found out it was happening because sports center does like a live look in like 30 seconds before. And they did the flyover and somebody from like Mississippi saw his number and he got a phone call in like the commercial break beforehand at like five fifty eight. Like, what do you got about the sec? And he's like waking up, like, why are people calling me? And his phone didn't stop the rest of the day. We ended up um, at our tailgate, just fielding calls from the randoms who were calling and talking to people from, yeah. I mean, there were people from other conferences too, being like, yeah, forget those guys in the sec. Nice job. We're from Colorado or, whatever and we threatened to do it to him one more time when usc came to town for game day and he's like yeah it was really funny the first time but if you ever do that again i'll, I'll kill you so it was good for one but uh not gonna happen again quick question though uh did he get any uh, you know nice uh, any, any you know some go. of the hots from down in sec land like oh i love guys that don't love the <laughs> sec you know i don't you know, know that they were up watching the program yeah. at uh you know, Fortunately, I think that's hot. I think that's a that's a porno sort of fantasy, and reality is is much much different. You know, but there were people from message boards in the South doing reverse traces on his phone number, trying to figure out who it was and whose phone it belonged to because they needed to get to the Damn, bottom man. of it. That's diabolical by you guys. <laughs> well played, worked well. Uh, we've got our NFL Week Seven wasabi coming up. We got to talk about the NFL and my Seahawks. And uh, just for the record, uh, I am I'm literally telling the program I am not allowed to bet on the Green Bay Packers ever again. Right. I'm not allowed. Yeah. It's there's there's well, a you're going to have to hold yourself. Accountable no, I for need that? someone else because it's I can't be trusted. I this is the third time I've sworn them off. There's an issue here. It's like an alcoholic at this point. If you let me gamble on the Packers, you're responsible too. there's an issue here and it needs to be addressed. All right, coming up in the club tonight, I'd like to talk about Ted Cruz, if I may. Uh, <laughs> Ted Cruz in the Yankee game? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. what prompted my uh, thoughts uh, on Ted Cruz. It was Cruz. interesting. Well, I just, yeah, what is it like to be Ted Cruz? I want to ask this question. Well, half the people love you, and the other half, not so much. And um, the Fire Festival guy is out of jail, <laughs> and he has he has moved on to his next project. <laughs> so I would like to tell you about that. You signing up for that, are you? That will be uh, tonight, 6 to 7, right now. The Hot 5 at 5. Oh. Hot topics, hot opinions. Oh, golly, I'm hot today. And hot air. It's time for the Hot 5 at 5. That's hot. The Hot 5 at 5 on Primetime with Isaac and Sue. No, I mean it. That's very hot. The Hot 5 at 5 with Isaac and Sue on 1080 The Fan. Number 5. Series is set. It's the fourth time in six seasons. It includes the cheating Astros. They will get Bryce Harper and the Phillies. I'm solely rooting for the Phillies. Well, actually, two reasons, so it's not solely. One, screw the Astros. And if the Phillies pull this off, this will be three NL East teams winning the World Series in four years. Only the Dodgers will have broken it. Therefore, it's safe to assume that if the Phillies win it this year, the Mets will be winning the World Series next year. So go Phillies. That's what's in. Game one isn't until Friday. Uh, Houston is 7-0 and in the postseason, but Harper, you know, I was looking at his stats today. He's killing it. He's hitting 418 with five dongs and 11 RBI and 43 playoff at-bats so, so far. Well, and look, the Mariners took the, the Astros to the brink. They basically went toe-to-toe with them and lost by three home runs and just couldn't get a hit. 
Look, I know the Astros are the best team. We said this even going into the postseason, and they're the best team that's left. Philly's got the way they win 87 games, right, and back their way in. We've seen this. We've seen the Cardinals do it. We've seen the Nationals do it. They do not write off the the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, One other broadcasting note, the 2023 NCAA tournament will be the last for CBS star Jim Nance. Oh. What is he just? Well, he's retiring. He's retiring from he's all of from the NCAA tournament, but not broadcasting. Just the NCAA tournament. The NCAA tournament. His last tournament will be this year. How old is Jim? Or, next year. Uh, Jim Nance. I knew you were going to ask that, so I was. Uh, I proactively working. looked that up for you. Even though you're doing it right now. Even though I'm doing it right now, yeah. now and my computer is not. Buckley told quite me. Cooperating. Buckley told me a story, and I did not know this. I guess Jim Nance. Sixty-three. Okay, well, that seems young. Jim Nance apparently gives his tie to the outstanding player in the on the championship team every year at the NCAA tournament. Well, he gives it to the top senior as yeah. they like way to stick around and be oh, a leader yeah. or something like that, that. First off, weird. Why would anyone want Jim Nance's tie? Is that not a little well, bit of like a a douchey like self-importance thing? I think you're now seeing the theme with Jim Nance. Yeah, he likes a lot it's of Jim Nance. It's a lot Nance. about Jim Nance. Like, if Jim Nance came up to me and was like, uh... I didn't even get to number four. Will you shut up? Mr. Sukanik, I'd like to give you my tie. My first response would be, why? The Blazers are off to a rockin' 3-0 start. Uh, back from L.A., they host the 2-1 Nuggets tonight. Damian Lillard already named Western Conference Player of the Week. Um, both Zion Williamson and Brandon Ingram hurt for the Pelicans. Zion, a hip contusion. Ingram has a concussion. He collided with the teammate. You have just four teams unbeaten after week one. <clears throat> week one of the NBA. Boston, Milwaukee, Portland, and Utah. I know. Utah. How is Utah, when they don't have any players, how are they 3-0? and Well, doesn't that tell you that it's early? Well, we always say this, that if you play with effort and you give a damn, you can catch a lot of teams early on in the NBA season. That also helps to have Lillard dropping a 40-piece on you a couple times. X-rays on the knee of Seahawks receiver DK Metcalf were negative. He hurt his patellar tendon. He will not need surgery, according to Pete Carroll. Yeah, Furness said that he saw him after the game, and he wasn't walking with crutches, no medical staff. He had a little bit of a limp, but that's probably some good news. Uh, Brees Hall, Jets running back, torn ACL, done for the year. Uh, Giants lose rookie right tackle Evan Neal to an MCL sprain. They thought it could be worse, but it wasn't. He is not done for the season. Yeah, just out for a uh, a couple of weeks there. Uh, Colts have benched quarterback Matt Ryan, even though he sprained his shoulder, uh, and they would have had to go to Sam Ellinger anyway. Now Coach Frank Reich is saying Ellinger? 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 Anybody? I think it's Ellinger. Ellinger will start Sunday against the Commies and... uh, Reich says he'll start for the rest of the season. Well, so at some point, like with the Colts, ever since Andrew Luck, there's just been a rotating cast of characters, right? It's just and it's it's always the quarterback's fault. You just got to start wondering what. It, it, there's bigger problems there than just quarterback play. Although Matt Ryan appears to be following the trend of old Dude. quarterbacks that fell off the freaking cliff this year. Well, here's the thing about Matt Ryan. You know, he has 11. Um, fumbles and nine picks yeah. or maybe it's the other way around i can't remember he has 20 turnovers in seven games if you just take better care of the ball they're probably they're fine five one and one or yeah. four two and or whatever the record is but you know what i'm saying uh, uh, anyway uh ellinger ellinger uh, against heineke <laughs> that's the matchup patriots bears monday night football mac jones is back for new england they're just about to get underway that that colts uh, commies that feels like a primetime game the way the nfl <laughs> We got the Bears and Patriots. A lot of bad football, man. Yes.
Oregon is up to number eight in the AP college football rankings this week. Second highest ranked team with one loss, with uh, Alabama being the highest ranked team with one loss. They're number six. Top five go like this. Georgia, Ohio State, Tennessee three, Michigan four, Clemson five. TCU snuck in there at number seven. Rounding out the top ten are Oklahoma State and USC. Uh, Both receiving votes this week, Oregon State and Washington. Uh, They both take this week off. Oregon is visiting Cal on Saturday. The Ducks today uh, getting a commitment from four-star tight end A.J. Ugliano. Sure, let's go with that. He is the top player in Oregon. He is from Medford. He is the number four tight end in the country for the class of 2024. Let me just state for the record, uh, despite the Pac-12 love, Washington is not a top 25 team. (laughs) They are not. There's your Hot 5 at 5. We will get to the NFL weekend that was in our Week 7 Wasabi coming up next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Well, we already have a punt on Monday Night Football, so the Bears will probably just preemptively punt it right back. (laughs) We don't need to run three plays. No. Here, let's pin them. Mac Jones versus Justin Fields. One of those is a Pro Bowl quarterback. Can we? They both can run the ball a little bit, so do you like the ground game? And I don't know what the weather's like. I'm assuming they're in New England. Yeah, it's a little rainy, a little wet, a little (laughs) cold. That should help with their ability to throw the ball. You know, I mean, already we're having to ask the question, is Justin Fields a bust? And Oh, I feel, God, I feel bad on. for the for the poor kid. He Is that even a question? Well, he's not. He's a buzz. He's not very good right now. Dude, he sucks. <laughs> what do you mean right now? He sucks. <laughs> he hasn't been given much to work with. Dude, come on. This the league. I don't know what it is. Broke. He's like, I'm am, done. The NFL has broken me. I'm this done. Year. This these seven weeks have sucked. The league sucks. Besides the Bills and the Chiefs and a little bit of the Eagles. The Eagles. These games are stupid, and they're boring. I don't know what it is. It's just, well, you know, the Seahawks are actually pretty entertaining, at yeah. least. And they're pretty good. They're four and three. Yeah, there was, and you weren't expecting much. I think that's the thing. Like, I, I think the Giants are fun. The Giants and Jags. Were you watching any of that? I saw a little bit of the end. Yeah. I, look, neither one of those teams was expected to do anything. And the Jaguars are competitive, and they're finding ways to lose. The Giants are, are competitive and finding ways to win. I thought that was, and neither one of those teams is, is is very good, but I thought that game was actually really fun to watch. It's expectation. If you lower your expectations, 
it's pretty good I unless guess. it's like the Jets and the Broncos, and then that game is unwatchable. I just don't, I don't get how you 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 seemingly have bad teams that are winning and good, and you have good teams that are losing and are bad. Well, that's right. Doesn't it seem like that? Like it, it just. I feel like honestly, there's three, like you said, there's three good teams in the league. The league is so weird. There's three really bad teams in the league, and then everything else is just crammed in the middle. And it's a combination of like good coaching, good scheming, and getting hot and catching a few breaks. Like like the Dolphins are sitting there at four and three. Right. I, great example. It's a great. Are like, they good? Not really. Like I watched them play Pittsburgh last night, and and Pittsburgh couldn't do anything offensively, even though Pickett looked. Okay. See, I think he sucks. Am I the only one that think he yeah, sucks? He's just he's turning into like what they're he doing. Sucks. What they're doing now with all these quarterbacks, it's the Mac Jones theory, and it's just like we're gonna keep everything nice and easy for you, and we're until just he throws a, until he throws a pick. He but, threw a pick in each of the last two possessions. Well, they, but, they, had but, a, they had every opportunity to win that game. But like it, uh, two of those were tipped, and I'm not necessarily necessarily saying that they were his fault. But yeah, those last two were both his fault, and they were awful. And they <laughs> well, were on the last two drives when they only needed a touchdown. The last one, I don't know what he was doing with the ball. Exactly, that was a Tony Romo esque. Was he throwing to? I couldn't tell you. I know the one was tipped, and I'm trying to remember the first one. The last one was a Tony Romo like, "What the f is going on?" Like the Lions for a while were one of the fun offenses to watch in the league. They're back to being the Lions. They have one of the best offensive lines in the league, and I know St. Brown's out, but my God, that offense has gone from, you know, it, it's, it was like a college offense where we're going to score a bunch of points, but we can't stop anyone. Now they're just bad. Well, you can count on them. They're, the, they're like the one thing that's consistent. <laughs> so they're now in the lead for the number one pick. Like they're going to get a, uh, they're going to get a quarterback. Yeah, it's it's very it's Who very is it? strange. Stroud and this year, CJ Stroud will probably that'll be the, be the number one. That'll pick. probably be the number one guy. Right. Um. The the weirdest one for me is you're looking at Green Bay and you're looking at, at Tampa. Right. And I know Green Bay, you know, they lost Adams and the receiving core was a big question mark. But, I mean, that offense is brutal. And then with Tampa, most of that is is back. I mean, don't give me A.B. and Gronk made that much of a difference. But they've got some old line issues. They can't run the ball. And both Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady look, they look old. And you wonder if father time finally just caught up to him. And I just was sitting there watching the Buccaneers. How are you going to have Tom Brady, Leonard Fournette, Mike Evans, Godwin, all those guys, and you score three points against the effing Carolina Panthers? Did you see the Mike Evans drop? Yes. <laughs> that was like the, the the first, I think it was the first possession of the game. I mean, oh, wide open. Oh, my God. And Mike Evans is and he's good. And Mike Evans is good. So I, I don't know. I just Dude. sat there and I was like, Tom Brady imploded his entire family for this. Like, yeah, uh, it, he can't help himself. But you look at it, you know, like Breeze is gone, Roethlisberger's gone, Rivers is long gone, right? Yeah. Matt Ryan's about gone. He's done. He just got benched. Pretty much. Dude, he's tur- he turns it over all the time, so he's not going to get another crack. Well, And and Rodgers and Broger- uh, <laughs> <laughs> is right behind him. Brady and Rodgers. Well, and a lot of the young guys, like, and I'm not saying this is all on his fault. Hell, even Russell Wilson's almost gone. Russell Wilson is awful, although we just found out that with or without Russell Wilson, Nathaniel Hackett can't run on an offense we knew that though but like even like herbert who's playing pretty well the the chargers aren't very good and like we thought the chargers would be a potential super bowl team is staley a bad coach because i feel like he is i feel like we're I, honestly if you had to put one thing at the top of this 
I think there is a lot of bad coaches yeah. running around the NFL. Yeah, well, that, it shows, because the league is hard to watch. Yes. And not all of it, but most of it. Well, it's a very topsy-turvy year, very weird. The, Even the Ravens, like, look at Baltimore. Like, that's a good team. And yet they... But yet they can't win. Well, they win. They're What are they? I think they're 4-3. They're 4-3 four four and and three. Three now. They should be 7-0. and oh. I swear to God, every time I'm watching... I can't bet on them, because it'll break... Like, I'll have a heart attack. Every time you're watching the Ravens, there is a point in the game where you say, well, they're going to lose. They're going to blow this. They're going to blow it. And they find a way. Tennessee, the last couple of years, has been a consistent team. You know what to get from. You know what you're going to get, and it's usually pretty quality football. You can't say that about Tennessee anymore. Like, you just sit there and you white-knuckle Tennessee. That, that game was a joke. Yes. And Matt Ryan, Look, you know, pick six. and They're just they're awful, and yet I feel like Tennessee wants to give the game away. Tennessee ran. It was it – was, Third or third down and like two. You've got Derrick Henry, and you ran some sort of weird reverse jet sweep to Malik Willis. You ran a jet sweep to your backup quarterback. Like what? Yeah. What are you doing? It's hard to watch. Well, look. Uh, here's the the good news. The good news is is that we're only seven games in. <laughs> it should get better. It should. Yeah. I mean, and and teams will emerge. You know, like last year at this time, Kansas City was three and four. Yeah. Okay. Um, last year at this time, the Arizona Cardinals were seven and zero. I'd like to remind you of that. Remember, was it two years ago that the the Steelers started off like ten and zero? They were nine and zero, nine and zero, whatever it was. And then... yes, and they were nine and zero with no offense. <laughs> it's it's a very weird. So I'm just gonna a, hope. A lot can happen. So I'm going to, as a fan, I'm going to keep watching the NFL because I love the NFL. Yeah, and I'm going to hope it gets better. But I got to tell you, as a long time. NFL is better than college football pom-pom waiver. Starting to. Dude, it is 100% flip this year. Flip it. Saturdays are way more interesting than Sundays right now. I don't – we've talked to – we talked to Reese Davis about why that is. Yeah. Last week he was talking about just younger players in college football on defense. College football offenses are way ahead of defenses because everybody wants to play offense and the, you know, the uh, seven-on-sevens and all that. And I, and I buy all that, but whatever it is – it's working in college this year. It is not working in the NFL, whether it's like you, we talked about the cover two thing where teams have caught up and now they're having to run the ball more because defenses are forcing that. Yep. Whatever it is, it the NFL has got a problem because when you've got Brady and Rodgers and Russell Wilson sucking eggs and your your peak your your top of the line team has Daniel freaking one of your top of the line Daniel Jones has Daniel Jones as its quarterback you got issues man the NFL it's a hard watch the NFL has done so much to try to elevate offense and it wasn't that long ago that we said that it was unfair to NFL defenses and we say this all the time the NFL will adjust and I think that that right now is something that the NFL is really struggling with so many teams went away from running the ball and in today's defensive scheme this cover two shell look that they're running and they're taking away all the little crossing routes and they're making you throw into tight windows, making you throw into zone windows. Let's just say it's, it's, there is a lot of really bad offensive play. And, and when you can't, this is like the Tampa Bay thing. When you can't work play action in, in this defensive era that we're in right now, it's a death sentence. Yeah, you're dead. You You're, have no chance. You have no chance. Well, say the Packers can't throw outside. No. And so when you can't do that, what do you have? You you can't throw over the middle anymore. There's too many, and, and teams are just dropping seven into coverage, yeah. and they're getting creative with their rush, and you're seeing more and more teams rushing four, but they're doing it in a way where they're still creating one-on-one matchups, 
And you've got enough skilled defensive players now where if you give a defensive line two one-on-ones in in their pass rush, they're winning those. And it's forcing quarterbacks to, to not have any place to go. And you are getting really, really bad offensive football. And, some of the quarterback play, like you saw this from Garoppolo. Do you see the, right. the the safety that he took? Yeah. I don't know if I've ever seen this. Because we think Garoppolo should be a fairly competent quarterback, well, he's, right? He's no Geno Smith, but yes. So the, Garoppolo takes the snap. What if I told you that a year ago? I can't. My head's going to explode. <laughs> but this is like some of the thing where I just don't understand like some of this quarterback play. So he's got Trent Williams, one of the best left tackles in the NFL, and I forget who he was who he was going against uh, for the Chiefs. It might have been Frank Clark, right? So he takes the snap, and he sees that his – and he, by the way, he's in the end zone, right? He, he is in the end zone. It, there's, there's no place to go unless you want to pull an Orlovsky and run out of the back. He sees Trent Williams beat, and so Garoppolo starts running out of the pocket, running to his right. And then for whatever reason, Garoppolo stops as if he forgot that Trent Williams just got beat – does he think that the, the, the guy who beat him just stopped his pass rush? He literally just stops in the pocket and holds the ball and takes a safety. I, I sit there and I watch plays like this, and they seem to happen now week to week to week. And the only thing that makes sense to me is quarterbacks just are not comfortable seeing the field right now, and there just isn't a place for them to throw the ball, and they are panicking, and they're, they're so concerned about throwing interceptions and protecting it, that they're getting this weird paralysis back there. And it's just leading to a lot of really, really bad quarterback play. That definitely makes sense. Although uh, it's not leading to a lot of bad quarterback play if your name is Daniel Jones or Geno Smith nope. or Zach Wilson. What the hell? <laughs> I don't the, know. the league is so inexplicable. <laughs> like the Panthers, uh, so they don't have McCaffrey, right? They no. trade McCaffrey. Yes. Their first game without McCaffrey, they run for 175 <laughs> yards on Tampa Bay. Explain that to me. And when you run the ball, you win. Oh my God! Well, I guess in that way, it's it's it, it's look, it's an, it's still an exciting league in a sense that any anyone you can just win. Just do not know what the hell's going to happen each week, any no. given Sunday, the whole thing. But I I would like to go back to the original statement. Arizona was seven and zero at this point last year. Funky things. So well, not funky. Just things change. Calm down. My Raiders are probably going to pick it up and win the Super Bowl, <laughs> or I don't know. Uh, I don't see Green Bay bouncing back. Do you? No. Do you I, see Tampa doing anything? I, I would put more on. I would put more on Tampa. I think the issues are more fixable in Tampa. But there are teams that are going to rise up. Can I tell you something though? And I know we're up against it. I'm for the first time. I, I think Brady isn't all in. I don't. Yeah. I think he's. It I, looked a little. It, well, we we, we, it we can talk weird. about it sometime later. But I I really do. I I'm for the first time. I am questioning his commitment. Yeah. And I I think there's a there's a waffle there. Well, you know who's not waffling? Pete that, Carroll. Nope. Pete was right, and we were wrong. Well, you were wrong. <laughs> I think we uh, all were wrong. No, 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 no. No. Pete and I were right. <laughs> you I, were wrong. I let's was get wrong. this. Let's get this right. I was wrong. Uh, our Seahawks are four and three. We'll talk about them next. But first, Buck with Sports Center. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Well, there's, <laughs> they're keeping with our theme of crappy-ass football. Uh, they're, the Patriots have already... Gone three and out twice in a oh, row. That makes sense. And we already have chance of Bailey Zappi in the crowd. <laughs> we talking about benching uh, Mac Jones already? Well, yeah. Why else would they be chanting Bailey oh, Zappi? Chanting? I thought I, I was like, what? There's is there, like is he warming up? I on just the want you to think about this for a second. Pro Bowl quarterback Mac Jones. Yeah. The fans want Bailey Zappi over Mac Jones. That's where we're at. That's how it's going on Monday Night Football. Kind of reminds me of the old uh, San Francisco, we want Carr, and they meant David Carr (laughs) instead of Alex Smith. I would just like to point out that Mac Jones is two for two for one yard. (laughs) Yeah. Two for two, one yard. He's averaging half a yard of completion. I need you to power. This is the kind of year we're having with the NFL so far. Yeah. I need you to power rank Bailey Zappi. Taylor Heineke, <laughs> Skylar Thompson, and Sam Ellinger. <laughs> Those are your starting. Weren't we God. just weren't we talking a couple years, a couple of like maybe two years ago that this was like the new, like we were living in the golden age of quarterback play, and this is where we're at now. Well, I'd take them all over Russell Wilson right now. I'm not having to pay any of them 245 mil. I'll take Heineke over Carson Wentz. <laughs> Seriously, I don't know why Washington. Did you you watched it? You yeah. probably had money on it because you're an idiot and you I, keep betting on Green Bay. I did Washington. Why Washington would ever go back to Carson Wentz after watching Taylor Heineke? And it's not that he's perfect. Taylor Heineke, he's better than Carson Wentz. He started out like one for seven, and he had the the pick six. And so I'm like, aha, finally Green Bay is going to pay off. And then he had another one where the fumble, and it got called back because of a horse crap penalty. 
So I'm sitting there thinking to myself, this is money in the bank. And then out of nowhere, the Heineken man. to three, right? Yeah, then the Heineken man just starts playing. And then at the end of the game, he's throwing, he's getting hit in the chest and throwing 20-yard ropes Homie balls for first out. downs. He balls out, dude. Come on, Green Bay. What the hell, Aaron so Rodgers? There they had a bunch of chance of sell the team. Yes. Did you hear that? Well, they were they were chanting <laughs> sell the team, and then I guess a couple people brought signs, and the security came and took them away. Yeah. You are not allowed to bring sell the team signs to to the games. So, look, the, the point is you're not going to intimidate Daniel Snyder into selling. Here's the thing about whether it's Robert Sarver or any of these other guys, Merritt Paulson may be forced to sell. They're not Daniel Snyder. Daniel Snyder doesn't give an F. That guy has been the most hated man in the NFL for 20 years. You think a couple signs at a ball game are going to convince Daniel Snyder to sell? Good luck with that. Well, it goes back to the to the whole idea that owners, they just they don't care about fans. No. They never have. They're in their own little world. Look at Jody Allen. You think she cares about you? <laughs> <laughs> nope. Although she's down there cheering, I saw. She yeah. was down there the other night for the Phoenix game. Well, they say that like she's... Burt Cold was down there, too. They say she's getting like more into this whole thing with Seattle and Portland and... Yeah, she loves it. I mean, I know eventually they have to sell, but I'm sur- I'm assuming she can stretch that thing out for as long as she wants. Justin Fields, 5 of 6, 70 yards. Yeah, they got three points. Well, they're about to score again, though. Oh, are they? Yeah. So they're about to kick another field goal? Yeah, you didn't bet. Yeah, uh, probably. You didn't bet on the Patriots, did you? I did not. For I- those of you that bet on the Patriots, it is uh, early. Okay, so we have first and goal from the three. How much you want to bet they kick a field goal? Oh, I feel very confident that a field goal is coming. Oh, touch, oh, touchdown. Justin yeah, Fields touchdown. running in for a touchdown. Yeah. This is why I didn't bet look on this game. Look at my Bears. So basically what you're saying is it's it's about to be 10 nothing, which is an insurmountable lead with this <laughs> Patriots offense. Not for Bailey Zappi. I though. was just going to say, not for one Dude, Bailey Zappi. There are so many games in the NFL where a team gets up like 10, 13 nothing, and you're like, with this offense, you're like safe as a kitten. Yeah. It's like the, it was a Denver in New York. Like I never yeah. once felt that Denver was in any threat to the Jets in that game because their offense was just atrocious. Hey, and it doesn't matter who's their quarterback. Wait, we're supposed to be talking about my Seahawks. Oh, yes. Now four and three. Yep. That's Lead, a nice win. Leading the division. And now, they didn't They didn't just – because, look, they've been kind of ham and egging their way a little bit here. They beat the bejabbers yeah. out of the Chargers. And that was, they kicked the Chargers' ass. Well, and now that Denver sucks, and we know that, yes. that win looks like, okay, well, at least you won. Yeah. You beat Detroit. Yeah, which, I don't know how much you can take from it. Nothing. Arizona is a mess. But the Chargers, like, how do you how do you tear down this win? You go to L.A., you beat the Chargers and Justin Herbert, and you beat them by two tutties. Yes. Tear that down. You really can't. Other than to And say now that, they get the Giants. Yeah, and that's at home. Who would have thought at the start of the year, I would tell you that I got to look and see who else is playing this week. Is there a chance that the game of the week oh, no. is your Seattle Seahawks hosting my New York Giants. Please don't be right. Please don't be like, right. I don't know what another... Okay, what Thursday else, what night. What else you got? Thursday night, I've, uh, can, I can give you uh, Ravens, Bucks. Get the hell... The Buccaneers... So, All right, I'm just telling you. That's on Thursday they're night. They're unwatchable. Okay. Uh, not that one. Uh, ooh. This is the game of the week. Ooh. It is, right? Uh, it's game of the week. I'm scrolling. We've got Rams, Niners. Nope. Packers, Bills would have been. Would have been. Does anyone feel like that's even going to be a contest? Dude, I think it's the game of the week. Game of the week, Giants at Seahawks. And did you see this? What in the hell? The Seahawks are favored. Are they really? Yeah, just well, like Jacksonville. Well, was Jacksonville was favored, and by the way, like a dumbass, I bet on Jacksonville. Me too. The weirdest thing about the Giants, too, the Giants are good. They don't beat themselves, but I'm telling you, I have never seen it where teams implode against another team quite like 
the opponents of the Giants. Every week I watch the Giants, and seemingly other teams just decide to lose the game. Like, like Jacksonville, ETN had a fumble going into the end zone, yeah. right? They had another one where Jacksonville was driving, and they had a chance to kick a field goal and go up by seven. For whatever reason, they refused. Didn't get it. The Giants go down, score a touchdown, and Jacksonville never threatens again. It's they just Well, they did. They got stopped at the goal line. Well, yeah, stopped at the goal line, but they, they never took the lead again. It is the weirdest thing to watch. The Giants do not beat themselves, and the their opponents seemingly shoot themselves, not in the foot, they shoot themselves a little bit higher up, if you know what I mean. They shoot themselves in the giblets every single week, and it goes to show you. They, they always say, more often than not in the NFL, teams are, games are lost instead of won, and the Giants are doing just that. They're not beating themselves, and I love it. I, I, I am all aboard the Giants trained at this point, and Seattle's really fun to watch too. Well, they have <clears throat> the Giants have six W's all by one score or less. Yes. That is the first team to do that since Minnesota in uh, 2000. So and, it's been 20-plus years. And this is why I'm just saying, be, be careful. While I love what the Giants are doing, there's a reason why. No, no. Daniel Jones is the new Lamar Jackson. <laughs> there will Anytime you're looking in the NFL and you want to look for a trend, no. go find something that's that's obscure like this where a team's either losing by a single score or winning by a single score, these things eventually come back to reality. But for right now, when you're sitting there at, uh, what, 6-1 and one now or 5-1? and one? The Giants? They're 6-1. and 6-1? and one? Yeah, 6-1. and one. The NFL, uh, what, what do they always say? You are what your record says that you are. And I feel like if the Giants played the Chiefs or if they played the, 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 um, the Bills, I feel like they would get pasted. But... Well, against the rest of this league, what if they play the Seahawks? They're about to get genoed. I think outside of those three teams, get ready, Daniel. I honestly don't think that there is a there's a matchup that you can look at that you feel 100 percent confident in. There is three good teams in this league, and then just a bunch of teams sandwiched in the middle. And the Giants are yeah. finding ways to win. I saw the stat today that said last season's Final Four combined, yeah, twelve and fifteen so far. Crazy. And you, keep an eye on this because you know who's starting to kind of pick it up a little bit? Is, My Raiders? Uh, no, I, it's Cincinnati. Yeah. Cincinnati's starting to, to get it going here a little bit. Right. Well, know, there the, will be teams that, I mean, I don't know who emerges, but there, there will be, yeah. and, uh, particularly in the NFC. I mean, 11 of the 16 teams in the NFC are currently 500 or worse. Yeah, they're starting to. Teams are going to yeah. get it together. Who those teams are, I don't know. But C- Cincinnati's O-line's playing better. They're starting to run it a little bit. Burrow's starting to click, and... You know, they've run off, uh, what, four of their last five. They had a, a heartbreaker to the Ravens. But now they get the Browns, the Panthers, the Steelers, the Titans, all winnable games that they are going to be favorited in. So they may be running off a, a, a good slate here. And then they get Kansas City at home early in December. I'm going to circle that one and say that that may be one of those where we find out. I think Cincinnati reels off these next four. Is going to be on a six-game winning streak. They're going to host Kansas City, and that will be more of the litmus test of is Cincinnati back to being a contender, or are they just better than the the also Rams in the NFL? Because Kansas City's legit. Well, yeah, the Chiefs just put up what they say nine point one yards per play on yeah. the Niners' defense. Which, I mean, I know they had some guys out, but still, a good that deep. was still the number one ranked defense coming into the week. Yep. And all this talk about the the two high safety looks shutting down Kansas City, no Tyreek Hill. They're just fine. That offense is back to just crushing people. That's why I said Buffalo, right. Philly, and Kansas City just look different. Well, let's play the new fun game of who, start, who is the new starting quarterback in Indy next year. 
which would be the sixth consecutive season. Rotating cast. With a new starting quarterback. We'll get to that next on the... If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Modelo, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Here's your fun fact of the day uh, pertaining to the NFL. The Eagles are actually in line right now for a top five pick. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> but uh, from the Saints. Well, and so the Seahawks, right? Um, I think they're I think they're either picking five or six if it ended today. Because it was oh, it was top yeah. I think it was seventh and then they lost. So Yeah, you'd be right. Yeah. Dude, the Seattle they're up there. The Seattle thing is is interesting. So we knew that when Nobody they, beats the Lions though. They're they're <laughs> they're already staking the claim to the number one pick. I feel so bad. I I don't I hope Dan Campbell gets one more year and they can figure this out because I want to live in a world where Dan Campbell is my head coach. Um but we knew when Seattle traded Russ that there was gonna be a transition here and, and all the you know to let Bobby Wagner go and defense has a complete turnover. I really thought that this would potentially be a, a three-year, maybe four-year rebuild. Look, you're, I don't know how this is going to go the rest of the year, but, you know, Gino's making a strong case that he's your quarterback. I still think if you end up with a with a top-five pick from Denver, I still think you take a quarterback. But, you know, you hit on two good corners. You hit on two offensive linemen. You hit on a future back all in this draft. Look, this thing... And you still have weapons on the outside and Lockett and, and Metcalf that you have locked up. You've got a little something cooking here. Even if you spend that top five pick and you take one of the, the elite quarterbacks and you sit him behind Geno, if this is really Geno for a couple years, you know, you hit on a couple uh, defenders up front. Seattle is is very intriguing here that this rebuild may be hitting a lot faster than anyone thought. And it just kind of harkens back to when you had those couple years when you drafted so well, you can really rebuild. That's the beauty of the NFL. If you draft well, you can rebuild your roster in two two years. And, you know, a couple free agents here and there. I mean, shoot, Seattle already is is looking a lot better than what anyone thought. So if you're a Seahawks fan, I, I think the future is is really not just bright, but I think it's it's uh, it's intriguing how fast this thing may end up turn, turning around. I still don't think you're a contender this year. You're, you're. I don't buy that for a second that you're a true contender. But you may end up being a playoff team, and if this is your down year and it still doesn't cost you a high pick because Denver can, can, continues to suck, then it's the best of both worlds. So who do you think the Colts will have next year? Well, so I, they bench Ryan today. Yeah, and he will not be back. No. Um, six straight season with the new starters. So they had Andrew Luck in 2018, Jacoby Brissett, Philip Rivers, Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan, and probably now another guy. Well, I was thinking Tom Brady, right? Because Tom Brady <laughs> hates life in uh, in Tampa, so... Well, who knows? But 
uh, well, this not is, a lot of free agents out there. No, and, but this goes to show you in the NFL that kind of no man's land. It's it's really hard when you're not getting top three or four picks, top five picks, um, because you kind of keep going through this revolving cast of characters. You're desperately trying to hit on a Rich Gannon type and, and to find a guy that can be a patchwork quarterback for you. But it very rarely does it work, and you're not good enough, uh, or you're not bad enough to to get up high in the draft and grab one of these guys. You know that's and even a, a team like Pittsburgh, like they go out and they spend their capital on Kenny Pickett, and you know is is Kenny Pickett your future? You know, no, is Justin Fields your future? You know, there's a lot of teams like this that even on the the year where you do spend a, a fairly high your first round pick on a quarterback, you know, if Pittsburgh is really bad this year and they end up with a top ten pick. Do you spend it on a quarterback because you just spent a first-round pick on Kenny Pickett, or do you say we're still going to give Pickett more time, and then if he continues to be bad, now you've wasted you know two to three years? I have a prediction to make. What do you got? I think the Colts quarterback next year will be Jared Goff. I could see that. Because they're going to pick a quarterback. The Lions are. Yeah, and then they're going to punt on Goff, and he's going to be an easy pickup for them, and they're going to continue the trend. Look, it might be time in, in Indy to – I think you're only 3-3-1, three, three and one, though. I just – you wonder if it's time to maybe just kind of reset the whole thing, but it's hard when you, you know, again, you're well, you're you're three and three. You are not out of this thing. You're a game out. You're you're actually a half a game out of first place in your division. Yeah, they need Tennessee to get, doesn't scare you. Well, they've lost to Tennessee twice, which is the hard part. But they could still make the playoffs. They need to get Jonathan Taylor back, and they need a quarterback that won't turn it over. Like I get why they're going. Like it sounds so stupid to say, oh, Matt Ryan is bench and Sam Ellinger is starting. You're like, well, what are you, you're giving up, right? It kind of feels like, well, that guy's not going to be better than Matt Ryan. But if you have watched Matt Ryan, dude, Sam Ellinger, all he has to do is not turn it over and they'll be fine. And they're five, one and one. Yep. And Matt, Matt Ryan has turned it over 20 times in seven games. Well, that's like the, that's not to that level, but Lamar Jackson is just turning the ball over at an unhealthy clip in the fourth quarter. And it's cost Baltimore two, maybe three games. It's the same reason Daniel Jones, isn't it? Yeah. Right? That's changed this year. But up until uh, this season, all that guy does is turn it over. Yep. You can't do that. That's yeah, an absolute killer. And so killer. these coaches are opting for these zappy guys who just play within the offense, and they don't turn it over. And you got to think with Indy, I don't know if Ellinger's worth a crap. Who knows? But if he doesn't, if he, if he just turns it over half as much as Matt Ryan, they have a better chance to actually get to the playoffs. So I don't know if they're ready to punt just yet the, but, the, the the thing about that is but that matt ryan signing i mean we all thought it was great and, and they're they're ready to pop and it's just been the exa- an absolute disaster unmitigated yet another thing that is just inexplicable about this nfl season what's happening in denver and what's happened with matt ryan and the colts the thing about the the zappies of the world or the mac jones or whatever insert whoever you want the jacoby Brissett, this this um, level can i insert something yeah what do you got uh mac jones just threw a pick oh so zappy should be coming any minute now right he, he might be because remember last week we talked about belichick and yeah. mac jones don't like each other yeah. anymore that apparently it's mac's got a big head i'll even throw the cooper rush in there right like Coop. Yeah, whatever. He was scoring 17 points a game for the Dallas Cowboys. Everyone's upset at at, uh, at Dak. They scored 24. Stop it. The problem with that is you can win. Well, Dak wasn't exactly great. No, he wasn't. But neither was Cooper Rush. He was playing garbage-ass teams. Hey, you take that back. When you play that brand of football, right, when you play, let's call it the the zappy or the rush, whatever, whatever the pinnacle of that quarterback is for you, when you play that level, you can obviously beat teams in this league because – you know, you don't beat yourself, and, and that's fine. 
but eventually you do run into good teams. Eventually you do run into the Eagles. You do run into the Bills. You do run into the Chiefs. You run into Cincinnati when they get hot. You will not beat good teams in this league playing that brand of football, not on a consistent basis. So it's this damned if you do, damned if you don't, because it's like, okay, we're, we're, we're going to build our team where we're just going to run the ball, play conservative football, and lean on our defense, and we're going to try to win, you know, you know, 19 to 16. And that's great. Let's say you win 9, 10 games, you go to the postseason. And then you get to the postseason, and your reward is, okay, we're here. here's the Bills, here's the Chiefs. Like with the 49ers, oh, what, you, you get run out of the building by, by Kansas City. So while that is attractive in some ways, there is a real, real limit to where you're going to get playing that way, which is ultimately why in this league, if you don't have a quarterback, and I'm not talking about the zappies and the rush, if you don't have a real quarterback that on third and six can throw the ball downfield, you're in a heap of trouble uh, when you play against the better teams and if you think that you're going to go and, and get deep into the postseason. Let's talk about what it's like to be Ted Cruz, shall we? We also have. <laughs> Is it good? I think it's good. We also have the Fire Festival guy out of jail and pitching a new, uh, what I imagine to be a scheme, although I don't know. One would think. And a notable Hollywood death. All coming up next in the club on the fan. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. See T-Mobile.com. 